Good morning. Today is Saturday, the 10th of October, 2020. Our readings for this morning, oh, first I should say, today we commemorate Vita Dutton Scudder and Simchat Torah begins at sundown. Our readings this morning are Psalm 137, 1 through 6 and 144, Micah 5, 1 through 4 and 10 through 15, Acts 25, 13 through 27, and the Gospel of Luke 8, 16 through 25. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Psalm 137, verses 1 through 6. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, and there we wept when we remembered Zion. On the willows there we hung up our harps. For there our captors asked us for songs, and our tormentors asked for mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How could we sing God's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand wither. Let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth, if I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above my highest joy. 
Psalm 144 Blessed be God, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my rock and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge, who subdues the peoples under me. O God, what are human beings that you regard them, or mortals that you think of them? They are like a breath, their days are like a passing shadow. Bow your heavens, O God, and come down. Touch the mountains so that they smoke. Make the lightning flash and scatter them. Send out your arrows and rout them. Stretch out your hand from on high. Set me free and rescue me from the mighty waters, from the hand of aliens whose mouths speak lies and whose right hands are false. I will sing a new song to you, O God. Upon a ten-stringed harp I will play to you. The one who gives victory to kings, who rescues their servant David. Rescue me from the cruel sword and deliver me from the hand of aliens whose mouths speak lies and whose right hands are false. May our children in their youth be like plants full grown, like corner pillars cut for the building of a palace. May our barns be filled with produce of every kind. May our sheep increase by thousands, by tens of thousands in our fields. And may our cattle be heavy with young. May there be no breach in the walls, no exile, and no cry of distress in our streets. Happy are the people to whom such blessings fall. Happy are the people whose God is God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Micah, chapter 5, verses 1 through 4 and 10 through 15. Now you were walled around with a wall. Siege is laid against us. With a rod they strike the ruler of Israel upon the cheek. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrath, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, this one shall give them up until the time when the one who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of their kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And this one shall stand and feed their flock in the strength of God, in the majesty of the name of their sovereign God. And they shall live secure. For now, this one shall be great to the ends of the earth and shall be the one of peace. In that day, says God, I will cut off your horses from among you and will destroy your chariots. And I will cut off the cities of your land and throw down all your strongholds. And I will cut off sorceries from your hand and you shall have no more soothsayers. And I will cut off your images and your pillars from among you. And you shall bow down no more to the work of your hands. And I will uproot your sacred poles from among you and destroy your towns. And in anger and wrath I will execute vengeance on the nations that did not obey. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 12, A Song of Creation Glorify God, all you works of God. 
Give praise and give honor forever. In the high vault of heaven, glorify God. Give praise and honor forever. Glorify God, you angels and all powers of God. O heavens and all waters above the heavens. Sun and moon and stars of the sky, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God every shower of rain and fall of dew, all winds and fire and heat. Winter and summer, glorify God. Give praise, sing praise, and give honor forever. Glorify God, O chill and cold, drops of dew and flakes of snow. Frost and cold, ice and sleet, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O nights and days, O shining light and enfolding dark. Storm clouds and thunderbolts, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let the earth glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O mountains and hills and all that grows upon the earth. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O springs of water, seas and streams. O whales and all that move in the waters. All birds of the air, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O beasts of the wild, and all you flocks and herds. O men and women everywhere, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let the people of God glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O priests and servants of God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Glorify God, O spirits and souls of the righteous. Sing praise and give honor forever. You that are holy and humble of heart, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Let us glorify God, creator, incarnate, and holy spirit. Sing praise and give honor forever. In the high vault of heaven, glorify God. Sing praise and give honor forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Reading from Acts, chapter 25, verses 13 through 27. After several days had passed, King Agrippa and Bernice arrived at Caesarea to welcome Festus. Since they were staying there several days... Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a man here who was left in prison by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me about him and asked for a sentence against him. I told them that it was not the custom of the Romans to hand over anyone before the accused had met the accusers face to face and had been given an opportunity to make a defense against the charge. So when they met here, I lost no time, but on the next day took my seat on the tribunal and ordered the man to be brought. When the accuser stood up, they did not charge him with any of the crimes that I was expecting. Instead, they had certain points of disagreement with him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who had died, but whom Paul asserted to be alive. Since I was at a loss how to investigate these questions, I asked whether he wished to go to Jerusalem and be tried there on these charges. But when Paul had appealed to be kept in custody for the decision of his imperial majesty, I ordered him to be held until I could send him to the emperor. Agrippa said to Festus, I would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you will hear him. 
So on the next day, Agrippa and Bernice came with great pomp, and they entered the audience hall with the military tribunes from the, and the prominent men of the city. Then Festus gave the order, and Paul was brought in. And Festus said, King Agrippa and all here present with us, you see this man, about whom the whole Jewish community petitioned me, both in Jerusalem and here, shouting that he ought not to live any longer. But I found that he had done nothing deserving death, and when he appealed to his imperial majesty, I decided to send him. But I have nothing definite to write to our sovereign about him. Therefore, I have brought him before all of you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after we have examined him, I may have something to write. For it seems to me unreasonable to send a prisoner without indicating the charges against him. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle O, A Song of the Heavenly City I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the God of surpassing strength and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to light it, for the glory of God shines on it, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light the nations shall walk, and the rulers of the world lay their honor and glory there. Its gates shall never be shut by day, nor shall there be any night. Into it they will bring the honor and glory of nations. I saw the clean river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. The tree of life spanned the river, giving fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of nations. All curses cease where the throne of God and the Lamb stands, and all servants give worship there. There they will see God's face, whose name shall be on their foreheads. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 8, verses 16 through 25. No one, after lighting a lamp, hides it under a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a lampstand so that those who may enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be disclosed, nor is anything secret that will not become known and come to light. Then pay attention to how you listen, for to those who have, more will be given, and from those who do not have, even what they seem to have, will be taken away. Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside waiting, wanting to see you. But he said to them, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. One day he got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, Let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they put out, and while they were sailing, he fell asleep. A windstorm swept down on the lake, and the boat was filling with water, and they were in danger. They went to him and woke him up, shouting, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he woke up and rebuked the wind and the raging waves. They ceased, and there was a calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? They were amazed and afraid, and said to one another, Who is this, then? 
that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. A few thoughts on the readings today. Really focusing in on our reading from the epistle. I'm sorry, I'm reading from Acts. I was just, something stood out to me. In verse 24, Festus says, King Agrippa and all here present with us, you see this man about whom the whole Jewish community petitioned me. And I just, I just have to think, was it truly the whole Jewish community? Or did it just feel this way because it was a very loud segment of the Jewish community? I think that that's applicable to our current times because what we really hear are the loudest voices from the extreme fringes. And that's, that's just partly kind of human nature, right? That the mundane or the expected just kind of gets drowned out in all the noise of the surprise and unexpected. And we keep going for more and more shock value and et cetera. But I think it's our charge as holy listeners, which is a lot of what the co-creative process is, right? In the process of intercession. To listen for this, not just the still small voice within us, although that too, but the stiller, smaller voices within our greater communities, our neighbors, and our global neighbors. And I think that often we will find that what seems like the majority, because it is so loud and so shocking, is not the entirety of our community, whether it's our neighborhood or our community of human beings. I've been continuing to read the Book of Joy, um, which is a series of conversations about joy between the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Tutu. And in one of the chapters, it talks about us all being relatable, us all having commonality because we are all humans. And I think that that is key to finding both peace and justice. And if we, as we've talked about before, peace and justice are not exclusive, um, but peace is in no way acquiescent. <laughs> I think this necessarily involves... Not silencing, but putting aside the noise and the extremism and hearing humanity, hearing what it is to be human in the way that we are all human. And to me, that starts doing the healing work 
of undoing the dehumanizing that we've done in order to subjugate, abuse, and murder each other. That is the tactic at war to dehumanize the enemy. And I think that we need to start in the war of peace, love, and Jesus' third way, fighting for Christ and for love. We need to do, and I'm not big on binaries, but I think in this case we do need to do the opposite of that. We need to rehumanize. In our gospel reading, Jesus talks about what my commentary calls purposeful action and obedient listening. And I prefer to think of it as related to what we were just talking about, being holy listeners and what we've been talking about probably for years, (laughs) to be holy conduits of God's love. When we hear the message When we receive love, it is our holy responsibility, a beautiful, blessed responsibility to allow that love to so fill us that then it goes forth into the world, to shine out upon our human siblings, upon all creation, really. And this obviously isn't as easy as it sounds. It is a difficult thing to be love to someone who is so wounded that their heart is hardened against love. And sometimes the only thing we can do is to continue to keep our light uncovered, to refuse to cover it. I think those of us who carry the light have all been told at some time or another that we shine too brightly. And sometimes that criticism comes in the way of attack. Sometimes it comes in the way of a bald-faced statement like the one I just made. And keeping our light uncovered, keeping love shining, keeping our hearts open to receive and to transmit is not an easy thing. And we shouldn't dismiss it. But in order for love to suffuse the world, love must continue to transmit. And we are all beacons of love. So even even when dismay finds its way to you, whether it's from another or in your own heart, that is so tender towards all the suffering of the world that it just feels overwhelmed. Ask God for strength to keep transmitting, to keep shining love. God has promised that God will give us what we need. And our sacred duty is beacons of love. We've talked before about how hard it is to 
be the pass through for all of the heartbreak and the wounding. And I think that's what those of us who are called as ministry, that's one of our other sacred duties. The hard part is not getting stuck in it. The hard part is letting it flow clearly through us to God, not hanging on to it. And I think that that's a prayer that we really need to pray for all for all the love warriors, as Glennon Doyle might say, in our world. Because we desperately need, just as we need beacons of love, we also need those who are willing to help us release our burdens, to help us heal of our woundedness, to transmit in the other direction, to receive all the woundedness and transmit it to God. That's what clears the way then to receive God's love back. But that's a, it's a difficult, difficult thing for our, our healers. And I think the best wounded, the best healers are wounded healers, right? Those who know what it's like, those who have walked in the valley, those who have, as it said in one of our other scripture readings today, sat down beside the rushing waters and cried. So let them not get clogged with our stuff. Let us not get clogged with other stuff. Let us transmit it freely to God and receive back God's love. Amen. There's more I could say, but I think that's where I'm going to stop today. Thank you, my friends, for being with me and for for being my holy listeners and transmitters. I am glad that you are here with me. If you would, my friends, something that I ask you to pray on today is for us as communities of faith to discern how best to be holy listeners, holy transmitters, and holy receivers in both directions that we may heal and bless with God's love. I think we are getting to a time when we are all weary. We are weary of the pandemic. We are weary of the hatred. We are weary, beyond weary, of the abuse, of the atrocities. And we must gather courage and love from God and go on. With the hope that as Archbishop Tutu says is beyond any optimism. But is a divine faith. Let us take heart in holy hope. In divine faith. And transcend this moment of toil. Let us move forward. Let us be catalytic. Let us come out of the stagnation of desperation and hopelessness. And by the power of our holy and almighty God, surge forward 
into a season of new growth. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. A Collect for Saturdays. Almighty God, who after the creation of the world rested from all your works and sanctified a day of rest for all your creatures, grant that we, putting away all earthly anxieties, may be duly prepared for the service of your sanctuary, and that our rest here upon earth may be a preparation for the eternal rest promised to your people in heaven. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The Collect for Proper 22 which is this week. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour pour upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask except through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Peace O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us use the prayer attributed to St. Francis as our prayer for mission. 
God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Now is a good time, my friends, to lift up and hold in the light those whom God has placed upon our hearts, those whom the Holy Spirit moves us to pray for. Let us have a moment of silence and do just that. God, I pray for all of us as carriers of the light, conduits of the love of Christ. Help us, God, to joyfully be companions in the way receive and transmit to you without keeping within us at all the woundedness and the heart cries of all humanity, both near and far. May we, God, be so steeped in your love that we receive and wallow joyously in your love sink our roots deep into it, draw it up and overflow with it so that when we give to you all the woundedness that we encounter in the world, both personally and communally, it passes through cleanly and all that we give back is your love, that we give back love. And in this way, your transformative process works. 
that your holy good is done, that that which was intended for evil is transformed into good, that miraculous healing happens. Maybe we, may we be holy listeners, that we can hear those deep heart cries underneath the loud assertions. May we have your eyes to see and to rehumanize each other as beloved creations and co-creators of and with you, God. Amen. Let us say together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. And the prayer of St. Chrysostom. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We live without fear for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother. We go now in peace to follow the good road. And may God's blessing be with us always. Amen. <laughs>